Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Early to bed. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. It's time to go to sleep. Early to win. I won. I won the money. It's the early line with Joe Raineri and Dane Martinez. Play now, Look at Bavona right on uh, target there. Way to go. All right, welcome back in here. Hour number two on the grid, sportsgrid.com. We're going uh, to dive into some Major League Baseball win totals again. We talked about the American League East yesterday. We'll talk about the American League West and everyone's favorite team, the, uh, the Houston Astros. And it's uh, interesting, Dane. We had heard that... You know, Dusty Baker and the Houston Astros are absolutely worried about retaliation yeah. across the league. You know, and Manfred has addressed it, said they're going to, you know, they're increasing the disciplinary action if you throw at a batter, so on and so forth. It became completely, if it were already wasn't obvious, that it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of how many. And I say that, yeah. Dane, because the minute the sports books release odds, on oh, the amounts of hitters that are going to get hit by pitches on the Houston wow. Astros. When you set when you set the number at 83 and a half over under on the season. That's crazy. And then you can actually drop it in there where, uh, you know, much like a prop bet in football, it's wow. not a matter of if, Dane. It's just a matter of how many, man. And it's going to happen. Yeah, it absolutely is. But you know what I find really interesting, Joe? The Major League Baseball investigation into the Boston Red Sox is yet to complete, right? They're going to come out Mm -hmm. with more. So, like, baseball wants to get away from this, right? Baseball wants to turn the page. Yet, in like a week or two, they're going to have to come out with their report on all the stuff the Red Sox did, too. And so does that mean all this vitriol and hatred goes to Boston as well? I just – they have not handled this properly, and, and it is going to spiral, and we're not even close to seeing you know the end of this story. I think it's hysterical. Yes, they are going to get drilled. It's going to suck to be their leadoff hitter, who I think is George Springer. He's got, like, first game of the series, I think. You know, when they go into town, first inning, first game, bang. There it's going to be. Now let's move over. I think every team's going to want their pound of flesh. Well, there is some perspective to those numbers. We'll tell you, over or under 83 and a half, what have the last five years shown us? We'll tell you, there is some money to be made on getting hit. Dan Strafford's got your headlines first, though, here on The Grid. <laughs> Sports Grid News Update. Well, gents, we start our day awaiting news on the condition of NASCAR driver Ryan Newman in a statement released around 10 p.m. Eastern on Monday night. NASCAR said, quote, Newman is in serious condition, but doctors have indicated his injuries are not life-threatening. We appreciate your thoughts and prayers and ask that you respect the privacy of Ryan and his family during this time. End quote. Newman's car was spun by Ryan Blaney as the two battled for the victory in the race postponed by rain on Sunday. His car then flipped, caught on fire, a horrific scene. Danny Hamlin of Joe Gibbs Racing was able to take the checkered flag. 
after the Newman crash. It was Hamlin's third Daytona win. In the NBA, ESPN and The Athletic are both reporting the Houston Rockets are doubling down on small ball and planning to use their two remaining roster openings on 33-year-old forwards Mari Carroll and Jeff Green. Green plans to sign with the Rockets on Tuesday. It'll be a 10-day contract with the Rockets. Carroll agreed to a contract buyout with the San Antonio Spurs on Monday. His agent, Mark Bartlestein of Priority Sports, told ESPN Carroll will sign with the Rockets upon clearing waivers. According to Casey Johnson of NBC Sports, there's a growing belief that Chris Dunn will miss the remainder of the season with his sprained right MCL in baseball. As of this morning, reports are out that the Boston Red Sox plan to sign Jonathan Lucroy. And Rogers of MLB.com reports that an update on Miles Michaelis is expected Tuesday or Wednesday. Michaelis is dealing with soreness in his flexor tendon. Houston Astros prospect Francis Martez may not have been stealing signs, but he was cheating. He suspended 162 games for a second violation of the MLB drug policy. The 24-year-old was suspended 80 games last year for testing positive for a PED. Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic reports that the Brewers are in agreement with free agent Brock Holt. On Monday, sportsbook William Hill set the over-under on number of Astro batters hit at 83.5. Ending college basketball, North Carolina found yet another way to lose, falling to Notre Dame 77-76. to They'll enter the ACC tournament with a losing record for the first time since 2001-2002. I'm Dan Strafford, and this has been your SportsGrid News Update. All right, Dan, thank you very much. And uh, yes, the, uh, the prop bets are out. How many Houston Astros hitters will get beaned this year? And uh, I love it. And I love that you can actually find the range, too. Very much like uh, very much like scores in the NFL that you would get. And yeah. here's the numbers. I mean, the bottom line is all of this is based on something. They're not just pulling it out of the sky. So the past five years, in the past five seasons, there have been a total of nine teams that have hit, been hit by pitchers more than 83 and a half times. That's okay. nine teams in five years. However, none of those teams are embroiled in a sign-stealing scandal right. that That's won like you a World Series. <laughs> so, you know Dusty Baker already came out. He knows it's coming. Uh, Manfred knows it's coming. And I think it's obvious to everyone if if a if a book is now laying odds on it, guys, it's it's going to be up there. Now, when you break that down, Dane, it, let's just say 83 in 162. So we're we're talking That's about one how every many other game? game, one every, every other game. Other. All right, so yeah. one every other game you are going. So at least one the series, <laughs> at least maybe two a series. Then is that what we're looking at? Yeah, I mean, think about it, Joe. It's 162 games in the year, right? So 80, low 80s is basically 50%. So it's basically one out of every two games. But again, that is like, like you said, the record when it's quote unquote organic, when when they don't have a gripe. (laughs) Yes. Well, and it's funny because the... The regular season Astro batters, look at look at the number, 81 to 90, um, yeah. 0 to 50. If you don't think anything's going to happen, Dane, I mean, if you really think it's just going to be what the normal would be in the course of a season, you know, if you go anywhere from 0 to 60, you, you've got yourself 10 to 1, 20 to 1 odds sure. there. Right? Or if you think it's going to go completely crazy where it's going to be one a game, Dane, <laughs> Look at there's some odds down there nope. too that you can get 131 to 140 for 100 to one. I, I, I gotta think, I gotta think at least 100, man. I really do. You know, so I'm with you, Joe. I'm with you, Joe. It's good to know that it's happened uh, in the 80s. You know, um, organically, like I'm yep. saying. 
so that yep. my natural thought would be pump it up a little bit, right? I like that 90 to 100, maybe the 100 yep. to 110. Here's the point, though, Joe. They've already come out, and by they, I mean Major League Baseball, Manfred. Like, what about, though, if, as it's happening, guys do start to get serious penalties? Mm. Then it will be a deterrent for the rest of the season. You know, it might be something, you know, you know, after the first month of the season, Joe, where you hear like, this guy's on a pace to hit 83 home runs. You know, it might be something like that, where there's a big pace early on. People are doing it. And then Manfred does drop the hammer on a team or on a player. And it serves as a deterrent for others to do it. That would be my fear in betting like our knee jerk reaction right now that it'll be like 115 times. Yeah, the only problem um, with that is that you can't make it such a penalty where guys can't sure. pitch inside because they're worried about a five-game suspension. And, Man, and that's why it's never really been able to be policed anyway. So, you know, Archer got, what, five games last year yeah. because he drilled just about everybody. Every time he played the Reds, uh, he was just he was sticking it right in their ear. So, right. uh, you know, unless it's blatant like that, a guy can't not pitch inside because of fear of actually hitting an Astro. So I don't know how you police it. They say it. I just don't know how you police it. And if pitchers are smart, you know, they, they'll do it in situations during a game, Dane, where you go, there's no way he would be trying to hit him, hit him there. There's no way. To. So there's ways to mask it, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. The other thing. That could happen. You know, like drilling players is not the only way to get your pound of flesh, Joe. Okay. Mm -hmm. Especially with Altuve and Correa being part of this around yep. second base. Cleats yep. might be a little high sliding in, guys. Yep. I, there's they're gonna be guys taking their shots. That's uh that's for sure. But it's amazing to me the continued focus, even in spring training where guys, yeah, I talked to Craig Mish yesterday, guys here on the uh, on the network who covers the Marlins. And right. he's at Roger Dean with the Marlins and the Cardinals. And he hasn't even been down the road to where the Nationals and the Astros are. And all, all people are talking about at the Marlins and Cardinals spring training complex is what do you think of what's good? So it's, it's happening at every ball field now, every spring training facility. And by the way, position players don't even report till Sunday. This is just pitchers and catchers and guys who voluntarily have shown up. So right. we've got our first spring training game Friday. Uh, I believe the Royals and Rangers are, are going to go at it really yep. to kick off. But most guys, most full rosters won't be there until Monday um, yeah. and already that's only been the topic of conversation with people. Everyone's like, hey, what's it like? You know, you excited for the year? No, no. It's like, hey, man, what do you think, man? Are you going to play the Astros this year? What do you, uh, what do you, what would you do? Everything surrounding the Houston Astros. Villain number one to me is great for ratings. And I think it's great for story. I think it's great for baseball. It will build interest. Because if nothing else, people, same way people tune into NASCAR to want to see the car crash, people are going to tune into this to see how the league teams respond and how Houston carries their narrative throughout the next six months. They got to get ahead of it. They got to admit it. They got to acknowledge it. And it ain't really happening. I'm going to have to do something. All right, coming up, we'll take a look at the American League West. We'll look at those win totals. And we'll see if uh, whether or not there's some money made, some value in those win totals with the Astros and others. We'll yeah. do that coming up next year on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. It's the early line.
DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. All right, welcome in here to the early line on the grid. It is sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. He's Dane Martinez. As we dive into, uh, let's face it, the baseball season's here. And uh, this has yeah. been the most hype surrounding uh, the start of a spring training I can remember in a very, very long time, especially given the fact that we've got two teams, one in the American League, one in the National League, that are figure to win at least 100 Five games, maybe, and that's being uh, that's being nice. Is anybody going to catch the Yankees? Is anybody going to catch the Dodgers? You've got two extreme teams that are loaded, stacked, and favorites in everybody's book, and yet we're talking about a team that lost in a World Series last year. Scandal is running through Major League Baseball right now, and I know there's a part of Rob Manfred that's like, yeah, I'm all right. People are talking about baseball. They ain't talking about anything else, so good for you, Rob. We'll see how that morphs into, though, uh, and what happens from there. I got to tend to think that maybe there are some opportunities with all of this scandal, uh, with some win totals or even division titles, those types of things. So we looked at the American League East yesterday with the Yankees, obviously the clear favorite, just zero value in betting the Yankees there. Uh, But when we look at the West, the market is still very bullish on the Houston Astros, guys. It's not sure. like they're, it's not like people are, they, they didn't bang them down. They won 100 games for the third straight year last year. They took the American League pennant um, and they lost, uh, you know, in game seven of the World Series to the Nationals. So for outside of the loss of Garrett Cole, which is a big loss, they're basically telling you, not about five and a half, six wins uh, less than what they were last year. You know, that team is still loaded and they didn't drop significantly like the Red Sox did. The market still has them. I'm seeing minus 275 to win the American League West. But when you're looking at 94 and a half wins, Dane, there's a lot of people who are still betting them to be the Houston Astros and are betting them to win not only the division, but to win close to 100 games again. What do you think? Um, I'm fading them this year. I'm fading them this year uh, for a number of reasons, Joe. Obviously, number one is uh, this scandal. I think it will wear on them. I think it will wear on them throughout the season. Every city they go to, they're going to have to talk about it. Every city they go to, the fans are going to get on them. Now, yes, this could be kind of like rally around the team, uh, you know, us against the world. It could go that way. I don't think it will. So the scandal and the implications, like they have a new manager because of it, Joe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so, so that's one. Number two is Garrett Cole. They lost Garrett Cole, Joe. They lost not only like the Cy Young guy, but the most dominant pitcher in the American League, over 300 strikeouts. I think that is a big difference. But, Joe, it's not only Garrett Cole. 
If I tell you, Joe, do you know their rotation outside of Verlander and Grinky? It's not that great, Joe. No, it's, it's really not. not okay. <laughs> you got Verlander, sure. You got Grinky, sure. Quality SP two. You then go McCullers, Jose Urquidy, and Josh James right now. Mm-hmm. That's. Yep different than what it's been in the last few years, okay? I think that is a severely uh, less strong rotation than uh, we've seen for Houston in the last few years. You put all those things in a pot, and I also think there's a team in the AL West that's my sleeper for the entire American League that I think got better, and I'll take the under on the Houston Astros. Will they still make the playoffs? Yes, but I think it's live to try to beat them in the division and fade them throughout the year, mostly because of the pitching staff. It's, you know, if you're going to, and my suggestion would be if you guys are thinking about fading them or going under the total or saying they don't win the division, or if you want to fade the Astros, then it it's certainly not going to be for lack of talent. They still, and while losing Garrett Cole is obviously huge, you, you still got a rookie of the year. You got an MVP runner-up. You got a Cy Young winner. I mean, you are loaded with this team, and they've got younger guys in a farm system, too, that you sure. haven't even heard of that – they are one of the top five farm systems in Major League Baseball. Now, having said that, they won 107 games last year and were one win away from hosting the trophy altogether, right? So this is a team that knows how to win. They have they have an anchor still. Yes, you lost Garrett Cole. You still got Justin friggin' Verlander at the top of the rotation. Now, granted, Lance McCullers doesn't exactly move the uh, needle for me, but they've got and He's your third they've starter. They've He's going to have to guys, pitch in the playoffs if they get yeah, there. They've got guys that can get the job done. And don't forget, the regular season, having been there and done that now, Houston kind of like take a page out of uh, out of New England's book. Like the regular season's nice, but they understand what it's going to take when they got to get hot. Like 162-game season, the experience is there. Dusty Baker, is it's not his, um, you know, it's not his first uh, rodeo, so to speak. They have the ability. They have the talent. The question that you've got to ask yourself is, this stove ain't going to get any colder, guys. It's going right. to keep getting hotter for them. Every road trip, every game, yep. everywhere these guys go. And if yep. what we've seen already, Dane, is any indication on how they're going to be able to handle um, any sort of derogatory comments. And like you said, guys are selling buzzers. They're getting yep. everywhere they go, guys. A- any city that they go to, right. good luck going out to eat. Good luck being yep. seen anywhere. It's If their players, if their peers are ripping them, the fans are going to be a million times worse. How much do you trust them to be that um let's say that they're can are they going to get offended every time that somebody rips them this was a joke. darling team guys these were yeah. darlings don't forget That's in right. major league baseball everyone loved Jose Altuve. oh my god he's only five six how can he oh be this god, amazing great oh the my young god crew yeah. came up finally the astros did it the right way yeah. yeah this is going to wear on them joe that was my first point every city they go into and it's just going to be a long season for them now are yeah. they talented probably yes and are they still like will they still score runs Probably. Yes. Joe, I don't know how much of an impact this is going to have on their offense. I don't know. 
I don't know if they lose 5% of their offense or 50% of their offense because they don't know what's coming, right? That's an unknown for me. What I do know is this is going to wear on them. And what I also know is that their starting rotation, Joe, looks a lot different than last year. Without Garrett Cole, everybody pumps up a little bit. So McCullers as the three, Urquidy as the four, James as the five, that does not sound as impressive. And then if and when they're in a playoff series, show me how they um, have it in their favor comes games three or four. Okay. And we also saw what happened with Verlander last year after he had 240 innings logged on that arm. That's not getting any younger. Okay. So I'm going to fade Houston this year. Yeah. And if you're going to do it, it ain't because guys, you think that, and while the A's, the angels, the Rangers, they're all going to be much better than they were. They've all had very impressive off seasons here. Yep. Seattle's still going to be, that's like the Baltimore Orioles also, of the, right, of right. the West. They, they're not going to go anywhere, but you've got to also consider that with a, you know, mid thirties, two studs in the mid thirties there with Verlander and Granke, they also understand pace. And I don't think Verlander is going to go out there when it comes down to, and I don't think Dusty's going to let it either. I don't think Dusty's going to let Verlander, hey, Verlander, you got a one-hitter or you got a no-hitter through seven. And I, I oh, think you're going to start it. seeing – you're going to see a lot more managing of those two top guys at the uh, at the rotation there than we've probably seen before. Um, so everything to me points, not from a talent perspective, but from how they're going to approach this season, yeah. probably 90 wins. It, you know, will I think they'll win 90, even 91 games. I don't think it's going to take more – to win that division. So even at minus 275 to win the American League West, they're probably going to win the American League West. If we're being honest here, they're probably good enough to win the American League West with about 90 wins. So under to me is, that's a solid bet under 94 and a half, guys. I would hop on it because as the games, as they start to play here in spring training, Dane, and as more blowups happen, that line's going to keep coming down, is it not? You would think so. The energy is there to start to maybe right. want to fade Houston as they see yeah. how much of a poop storm this all <laughs> is, right? Absolutely. Exactly. Okay. And exactly. to your point, this is a veteran team who kind of like knows what yep. they need to do to get into the tournament. All that matters is that they get in, right? That's it's the same way you, you're talking about yesterday, the Clippers and the Lakers. They don't care if they're the one in the two seed, right? Same so it's a here. similar kind of thing. Yep. The Astros probably just want to get into the dance, and they're not going to yep. have to compete with the Yankees at 101. They got to compete Amen. with Oakland and with the Angels. Yep. Joe, I like the Angels this year, Joe. I like the Angels this year. I really do, Joe. I really think they got a lot better. They signed yeah. Anthony Rendon. Okay, Tommy LaStella was killing it and got hurt. Justin mm-hmm. Upton, you forget about, got hurt. They made moves in their rotation, Joe. They weren't sexy. They weren't huge names. But Julio Tehran, Dylan Bundy, they actually have above average pitching for the American League. Not many teams can run out three or four even like major league level starting pitchers. I think mm-hmm. this offense is much better and Trout actually has a chance in the prime of his career to show everybody like what's been wasted. Rendon, Otani is back. Joe, they are they are more stacked than I think and Artie Moreno will go out and put the cherry on top that he needs to in July. 
I like the Angels over the 85 and a half, and they're eight to one to win the division. I'm not. I think Houston is the class of the division. I think the Angels will overperform their win total, and I think they're worth a look, Joe. I like the Angels. I uh, I would love to jump on that, but I got a little different take on the Angels this year. Let's hear it on the other side. We'll go do that. Plus, we'll take a look at the A's. We'll take a look at the uh, Mariners because we have to, yeah. and they're in the division, so we don't yeah. have a choice. We'll finish up the uh, the whole angle there. We'll do that. Win totals next. American League West. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Great card tonight in college hoops, guys. Uh, coming up here in about uh, 12 and a half minutes, we'll go ahead and uh, break down some of these uh, games for you, give it the latest lines, and absolutely some trends and angles that you need to know about as we head into a 25-game card tonight. A lot of great, important conference matchups in, uh, in college hoops here tonight. Good stuff there. And uh, as we continue to work our way through the American League West, win totals, Major League Baseball, they are out. Uh, yes, we sir. talked about the Houston Astros. Uh, Dane and I are uh, absolutely fading the 94-and-a-half uh, win total there, just not for talent, but because of everything else that goes along with that team this year. It's going to be a very trying season. Now, Dane loves the Angels. And my he's beneficiary. Not not alone with that. I can tell you right now, there's a lot of people uh, that I've talked to. A lot of guys have already plunked their money down on an 85 and a half win total to the yep. over. They love Joe Madden. They That's love right. that Mike Trout is in the uh, is in the ballpark and he finally has some protection around him in That's the lineup. Support. That's right. They love it. I've even heard the argument about not only Andrew Heaney uh, this year having a mm -hmm. bust out year. But the fact that you brought in Dylan Bundy and that Dylan you have Bundy. Julio Tehran coming that's in. That's right. That you have, and not to mention this other kid they've got there um, that's going to be Griffin coming up this year. Griffin Canning. Um, yeah, yeah. well, Canning, too, if he can. Yeah, the, the big lefty there is great. But they also have a uh, another kid that is going to be an absolute stud that they think you'll have a chance to see him uh, okay. in, the, uh, in the spring training, that he, too, could be a guy that, and one of those things where they might not bring them in right uh, away because they want to hold on the, the arbitration, the Super him. Two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. They'll call them up in June. Listen, Don't forget about Otani either, it, Joe. Well, you can listen, show any Otani. No, but here's here's the problem. I don't Talk trust Otani as far as I can throw. All right. All right. I know. Listen, does he have the potential? Yes. But ever since he's come over that final year in Japan, and yeah. every year that he's been over here. He has been, and there were a lot of teams that this was a big red flag uh, when the Angels ended up getting him. A lot of people were interested. The red flag with him has always been health, and it continues to be health. As great as Otani's capabilities may be as not only an ace but as a player, if he's only available 20 games to you, it's a damn problem. And it's been a problem, and I don't trust him enough to go, you know what, let me count on Otani to anchor this rotation. I don't even— 
I can't. I, I just nothing about it can. I like the moves they made, but the problem is I like the moves some of these other teams have made in the division better. So do they have enough to win 86 plus games here? Theoretically, yes, but so do a lot of teams. Can the Angels, who have made what one postseason in 20 I years now, it seems like I, I, I don't know if they would be the team in the West that I would look to and say these are the guys that are going to get over the hump. Now I'll say this: the 85 and a half win total. I think if you're planning on going over, guys, uh, this is a gift for you because if you truly right. believe in the Angels, you hop on this over immediately if it all comes to fruition. This should be the best Angels team that we've seen in a long time. But to me, it's too big an if for me to dive into it, especially right. with Otani. Um, it remains to be seen. I love it. I think they should. I'm you. rooting for Mike Trout to be in the damn playoffs, guys. I right. would do anything for Mike Trout to be in the Baseball wants him to be in the damn playoffs, I mean, too, I mean, right? Like, give me the best about player this, in the world, please. Let me see him play in October. So I'm rooting for him. But when what you about look at what show? the A's have done, guys, yeah, and the A's like, okay. are continuing to be the underdogs that nobody wants to talk about because of Billy Bean. They just keep they on won grinding. 97 games in back-to-back yeah. seasons here, guys. Yet, look at their total. It's 89 yeah. and a half. Somebody explain to me what changed from the last two years to this year. They do everything exactly the way. Every year, they do exactly the same thing. They'll have uh, Manea is healthy again, so they'll have yep. Sean Manea, the six foot six southpaw. He's yep. going to be he, he's going to be back. Twenty seven starts in 2018 with a 1.21 ERA. Five starts in 2019. Practically, he was a monster. Frankie Montas. Now that he's finally off the steroids, he'll be back. Uh, Mike Fire. This team is about as consistent. As you can get. Now, you want to talk about a team day like, I can't trust the Angels. I, who do you trust more than the Oakland A's to go out and win 90 games? Like, seriously. Well, I don't trust anybody else more to do it exactly the same way. Very much like Tampa last year. For me, this number, the fact that it doesn't have a nine starting in it, I think is absolute value. Oakland is a must-over bet every year. They have been, guys, for the last five years. They are the consummate underdog, undervalued team in Major League Baseball. I don't get it. I'm already betting them over this year. The Oakland A's, to me, are going to win 90-plus games again in this division, and they're going to do it quietly while nobody pays attention. So let me try to thread the needle here, Joe, because I respect the Oakland A's, okay? They do it every single year. They do it the right way. They find kids. They do it the right – you know, I, I respect that. The way I will frame it, though, is I believe the Oakland A's are like a safer team for the over, but I believe the ceiling is higher for the Angels. Does that make sense, Joe? Like, for, for me, if the A's, like, they're safe, like, I think they will win 80, high 80s, you know, or in the 90s again. I think there's a greater potential, though, for the Angels to, like, actually win the division. I think there's a greater chance for the Angels to be in the ALCS. I think the ceiling is higher. If things go right 
for Anaheim or the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, right? And you get Trout and you get, you know, Upton healthy and you get Rendon to be consistent and you get a little bit of a clean slate, new atmosphere out of a guy like Dylan Bundy or, you know, those, if the ifs hold true, the ceiling, I believe, is higher for the Angels. I believe the the A's, to me, are similar to the Tampa Bay Rays. They're that under-the-radar team. They just wind up with 89 wins every year, and they're and, and people don't give them enough credit. I will give them credit. They're a solid team. They're going to be a wild-card contender in the month of September. I think the ceiling, though, is higher for the Angels. Here's the And here's ultimately the problem I have. You're asking me to, or you're asking, basically, if you're considering backing the over in the Angels, you are expecting them to go from 72 wins, guys, to 86. So you're talking a team... They are 14 games better now because what? Rendon and hopefully Otani is healthier than he has been. That is a huge, two huge increase from a year and ago. Joe Madden. Huge. Right. Joe Madden, I think, is big here, too. Hand, I've got a team that's now won 97 games back to back, made it to the wild card playing game and lost. But now you're asking me to say, well, will they win 90? So will they, will they be seven games worse than they were? Hell yeah, even if they are seven games worse, you're still cashing. It's still a better value bet backing the A's than it is too many question marks with the Angels. 14 games better than last year, Dane, is a huge number. And you didn't get Cole. Like, you know, there, there is no Garrett Cole in this rotation. So Otani could be. You, you got Tehran, you got Bundy. I love what they've done. But the value to me is in the Oakland A's in this division here because I'm I'm actually betting they'll be seven games worse and still cash. Yeah. I, I, I know, know I, I hear mean? that. And I'm not out here to disrespect the A's, okay? What I think the they're under respected. What do you what tell me what you think about the Rangers? Because this is another very interesting team coming up this year. A team, what, 78 and a half, 79 yeah. wins uh this year? It's an yeah. interesting total for a team that new stadium. New ballpark, new uh, – the Rangers can hit with anybody. Let's put it that way. They can hit. My, and they got a new ballpark. They're going to get some buzz. They got Corey Kluber now at the top of that rotation. That's but, correct. Joe, for me, here's what I, I don't believe in. When I started to dig in, first of all, to Major League Baseball, I'm going to tell you right now, Joe, because of the fact that everyone hits 230 with 33 home runs, the first thing I'm going to look at is how many starting pitchers do you have that I will be like, yep, Yep. they're good. I respect them. They can go out there and do more than just be an innings eater. Okay. And for me, Texas, they've got Kluber, right? But I don't know about these other guys, Mike Miner and some of the others that they had. They had Lance Lynn. I think they had career years. I don't trust them to repeat what those like starting pitcher two, three, and four did last year. And if it goes left for the Rangers, they're going to move Corey Kluber before the deadline. He's a guy that I think a contending team may try to pluck. And for me, Texas, they could be all right, but I don't believe in their starting pitchers. To be honest, Lance Lynn, Kyle Gibson, Mike Miner, they all overperformed last year, Joe. Miner, Lynn, and Gibson. I don't know if I trust them to do it again. Another year older and maybe with some expectation. That's the issue for me with the Texas Rangers. It's a matter of value. 
what do I need the Texas Rangers to do in order for me to cash a ticket? I need them to play 500 baseball. They did not go out and and sign Corey Kluber to win another 79 games, uh, 78 games. That that is not what they did. And Mike Miner and and Lance Lynn, they were yep. excellent last year. And when you have an ace at the top like Kluber, a Cy Young Award winner leading the charge, that to me with those bats, that rotation can win me 82 games, right? Can win me 81 games. I can absolutely count on Texas to be a 500 club with those bats and just give me give me decent pitching outside of Kluber, and I think we've got 81 wins. I think the value lies in the over with the Texas Rangers, who can score 20 runs in a game. Easily one of the best lineups in baseball. We'll talk some yeah. college hoops, too. Forget Seattle. Under. There we go. We just gave it to you. Under in Seattle. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. tonight 25 uh, great games uh tonight on uh, the college hoop uh, landscape and on the card we'll talk about uh, some of the trends that you need to know for these games plus a best bet coming up but to uh, recap uh, our american league west thoughts and uh, win totals here on where the value lies uh dane and i both on the uh houston astros to be under that 94 and a half win total uh, Dane, when it comes to the Angels, he likes the over there, and he's I absolutely do. not alone. Um, I just, I'm a little bit more hesitant just because I don't trust Otani's health, and I think he's going to be a key part of that. Uh, the Texas Rangers, uh, Dane is kind of on the fence with them as well when it comes to uh, the pitching staff, although the addition yeah. of Kluber helps them. I think they are certainly good enough to finish 500. And 81 wins, wins the over 79 and a half win total there. So I, I think they're ready to make that next step. Uh, I think we both look at Seattle and go, there is no way they're going to win 68 games this year. Uh, although Justice Sheffield, Kyle, they've got some young guys, but it's with everyone else getting better in that division, it's much like the Orioles. Yeah, It's going to be another one of those 60 win seasons for the uh uh, for the Mariners, it's going to be a long year, but I do think eventually that franchise will get it right. Um, and uh, the Oakland A's, which, um, you know, 97 wins two years in a row, expecting 89 and a half wins now as a total. To me, too much value to pass up backing the A's to the over, Dane. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, listen, it sounds like you and I are both going to be trying to beat the Astros. So we're going to be we're going to well, be fans of Oakland and the Angels all year. Exactly it looks like. correct. Yep. One of the questions I had for you, though, is because we've been talking about the Astros, right, and how the experience of this year will be, right? Every town they go into, the microphones that will be shoved in front of their face. Joe, you like the Oakland A's. One of their best pitchers last year was Mike Fires, right? Yes. And, you know, he pitched a no-hitter last year, um, and then obviously does the interview with The Athletic. What do you think 
he will be like this year. If you believe that the Astros are going to have some, you know, this is going to be hanging over them. Do you think, I mean, Fires is going to get interviewed every single city also that he walks into. He's not going to be able to get past this, but for a different reason. How do you think Fires performs this year? But how do you think it, it, this whole storyline, this is going to follow him a little bit this year as well, right? Like, what do you think, Mike, is he going to be get a hero's welcome to every city he goes to? What yeah, fires are you going to be media, like? The media is never going to berate a whistleblower. Everything he said proved to be true. So sure. he's not a guy where it was opinion. You know, he is not a guy that is hated like uh, Canseco was with the steroids. You right. know, if you, you remember even with Canseco, everyone's like, oh, he's so once it was proven to be uh, true, Canseco was a god. He was a whistleblower. He's the guy that blew the lid off. Nobody has a problem with the whistleblower as long as they're truthful and what they say proves to be correct. You don't think it'll be a distraction think at all? Be, Just the fact that Oakland, he'll be interviewed all the time? Not okay. at, he has, the media has done nothing to Mike Fires outside of... You're right, Mike. You you did it. He had enough nerve to come out and say it. And you're in the division where you just your your main competition, you just made them a little less a little less potent this year. To me, and being in Oakland, uh, he's going to be I think Fires is it's a good point because it's going to be hate. as much a part of this as ever, but the story is this season goes on, it's not even about Mike Fires anymore. It's going to be all about the Astros' inability to take responsibility and this very, very poignant attitude of, I'm not sorry we did it. I'm sorry we got caught, Dane. I think yeah. that more than anything else is really what that storyline will be. I think Fires is going to be in for another really good season. And the A's, to me, they just keep doing what they do and nobody yeah, pays attention to me. It, it amazes me. It absolutely it's amazes true. me. All yeah, right, I just so tonight. Be a distraction. Go ahead, let's yeah, do it. it. It will be for a little while, but I think as the season grows on, it's going to be everything the Astros do, you know, because you know and I know they're going to get more sure. combative. They are absolutely yeah. going to get more combative. Yeah, they're so, taking their heels in. Sure oh, are. yeah, it's it's going to get it's going to get ugly. Um, all right, so tonight some uh, some big matchups. We told you earlier about a couple of games some early line movement. You don't have to look much further, Dane, than uh, the Big East tonight as yeah. uh, we've got Creighton ranked 15th, 20 and 6, taking on Marquette, 17 and 7. They are 19th. Now, this line opened up with Marquette as a two, two and a half point favorite. And it looks like uh, Marquette seems to be getting the push here at minus, what are they, three, three and a half? Yeah, that's where we're at, still, th still three. Still three. So a big push early on. Um, Creighton getting more of the bets because they're the 15th ranked team versus the 19th ranked team. Uh, but it does appear that Marquette's getting the biggest betters because of the shift towards them from two and a half to two and a half to three. Even three and a halfs are out there right now. And Marquette, they've got some rest in this one too, Dane. Marquette hasn't played since February mm. 12th. Creighton played on the 15th, and Marquette's got a little revenge in this uh, in this game. They met on New Year's Day. Creighton won 92 to 75, and the biggest line movement might be in the total. This opened up at 155, Dane, and it's down to what? 154. Yeah, that's where we're at now. 154. So you got a little revenge. You got Marquette with 
what could very well be the scoring leader this year, Marcus Howard, averaging 28 a game. Um, and they played, they lost to Villanova in that last game, but they were six-point dogs and they only lost by a point. I love the way Marquette at home. I definitely like Marquette in this one here. I think it's right for them to be favored and for the line to be shifting to them. Uh, Marquette is at home. They are a pretty lethal team here tonight, and I like that they have a little rest and revenge in their side. All right. I'm going to try and take your uh, advice, Joe. I'm going to take your advice. I'm going to go in conference with a team with a little number on next to it, going on the road to an above 500 quality opponent. The quality opponent in this case for me is VCU, Joe, against Dayton. Now I know, Mm -hmm. listen, Dayton beat them last time out in Dayton. 79-65, and Obi Toppin had to go off, Joe. Okay, they had a big-time run at the end of the game. This was back in mid-January, I believe on January 14th, okay? Um, And they won by 14 in Dayton. This one is at VCU, and I'm seeing four is what Dayton is laying, okay? I'm going with the way you've been saying it. It befalls everybody, Joe. The big-time team and VCU, they need this in order to stay alive. They're like fourth or fifth in the conference. I think I'm going to take the points with the Rams at home, Joe. I know Obi Toppin is great, but second time around, quality team seeing them. Maybe they adjust, and they got it in their building tonight. Give me the VCU Rams plus the points. I'll give you uh, some trends here, too, including in that game, Dane. Dayton at v, uh, at Virginia Commonwealth, VCU tonight. Virginia Commonwealth, pretty good at home. But right. the last eight games between these two conference opponents have all went over the total. Ooh. Last eight have gone over the total, including, keep in mind that over the last four games, Dane, we yeah. have had four different players on VCU lead the way in scoring. So they have a lot of scoring options on VCU. They try to play a little better defense at home, but when you're looking at a Dayton team pouring in, what, 82 points per game? That's the ninth most in the country. And you've got four different Dayton players scoring in double figures on average, including our boy Toppin, who's averaging 20. I can't see how this one goes under tonight. I love the over it as well. That's a great game to look at. All right. I mean, you're convincing me a little bit, Joe, because, listen, I'm riding the trend, but Dayton, Gonzaga, sometimes they've been stronger than the trend, and maybe the overplay is even better. I may adjust, Steve, in the pit. We're going to have to make a game-time call. Maybe I'll tease them, Joe. Maybe I'll tease them both and get get a VCU, like, plus nine, and I'll take the total up or something like that. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. You could do the same game. That's a big mover, though. I mean, Dayton's going to be a, it's gonna, it's a huge game against VCU, who will have no right. problem getting up for this game. But Kentucky at LSU, guys, a monster game tonight. We had told you uh, we've got a lot of love headed towards Kentucky. We've got over 70% of the bets on Kentucky on the road at LSU. They are the 10th-ranked team, but that mm-hmm. line ain't moving, Dane. And when you get yeah. 70% of the bets on one team and the line's not moving, you got a little uh, reverse line. It's going towards LSU. So the bigger (laughs) numbers are definitely the bigger bets are coming against LSU. And the trend in this game to know, Dane, LSU is now on an 8-2-1 against the number surge against Kentucky. So you are talking, Dane, a, a LSU team that over the last 11 
They've they got an they've covered eight of the last eleven games against Kentucky. LSU has had Kentucky's number, not winning, but covering the number. And you're looking at a they're laying what two and a half in this game two at and home, half, three. yeah, and a game they need. So history tells us LSU in this spot, they tend to be able to take care of business against this Kentucky team. Hey, Joe, you got two top 10 Big Ten teams at home. Penn State Mm -hmm. laying about six or seven against Illinois and Maryland. Greg Sussman, you know, the Terps are looking good. They go into Michigan State over the weekend and get it done. It's a huge number against Northwestern, but Northwestern only has one win in conference. Keep an eye out on Penn State and Maryland. Both of them starting to roll in the gauntlet of the Big Ten. Also, um, some injury concerns for Illinois. Their top scorer, uh, Io Dasimono, is a game-time decision, and he's their leading scorer. So keep an eye on that. I wouldn't get in front of this Penn State train in any way, shape, or form right now. It's not going to be an easy play for Illinois regardless, but if they're shorthanded, it's going to be even uh, even tough. Six and a half, the Nittany Lions. Yeah, no, I'm, I, it's a tough game. I'm going to go Baylor-Oklahoma. Give me the under. Baylor is missing its leading scorer with a wrist injury. Expected oh. to be a little more defense, a little less scoring tonight in Baylor. Pretty going, Dan. Boom. Let's go. Tomorrow, guys, enjoy. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com.